Dooch, 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 dooch. Best, best friend, friend plans. Friend, best friend plans. Oh fuck! What? Jesus, Lord, Christ, Jesus yeah. Christ! What happened on Tuesday? My God! <laughs> Welcome to a potentially sad episode of Best Friend Plans. Potentially one of the last episodes of Best Friend Plans. Uh, my name is Harrison Greenbaum. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm of course joined by best friend plan, best friend, and potentially soon to be deported, Patrick Davis and Eric Dillman. Say hi, guys, Eric. Hey everyone, it's Eric Dittleman. Patrick? I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we will get to the main part of our episode, which is talking about the Sony experience, which is on 25th and Madison in New York City, but is touring all around the world. Next stop, London. Um, and there are Sony stories all around the country, so you can check out their experiences if you are not in New York. But if you are in New York, it's 25th and Madison. Before we get to that, though, of course, it is incumbent upon us to talk about the election. <laughs> Right, and we don't want to dwell on this. We, we realize no. you don't want to be listening uh, for our point of view uh, because there's lots of more probably educated point of views about the election and what happened. Uh, but yes, we are recording this right after the election results, so of course it's on our mind. So we have to... Right, yeah, we that. thought it would be a little weird if we just ignored it because, uh, yeah. holy crap. And the one interesting, I guess, angle that, uh, that we could take is that in the morning, I was part of the news cycle <laughs> you were. around the world, which is... Donald Trump actually voted basically next door to my apartment. So I went to vote, realized that nobody was voting. There's a huge line and saw the motorcade pull up. So I whipped out my cell phone and I got a front row video of Donald Trump being mercilessly booed by New York City on the way to vote for himself and also being booed on the way out. Um, and that video uh, has already had over three thousand five hundred and thirty two retweets, over four thousand likes. Um, I shot up five hundred followers. There was. Mark Ruffalo was retweeting it and James Gunn. So that was an exciting start to the morning. Yeah. If um, only you had mentioned this podcast in that tweet, Harris. Right, if only think. it was parentheses, best friend plans. <laughs> Shout out to both of our listeners. Shout out, yeah. <laughs> and the Netherlands. And the Netherlands, Our most popular country and soon to where we will be moving. Um, Netherlands, please welcome us with open arms. We also, Patrick and I were at the same uh, yeah. election night party, which I think most election mm -hmm. night parties in New York Started off promising and then quickly no, went downhill. It was it was weird to watch, like because there was so much excitement at the beginning, and then when that mood turned, it was <sighs> right. We don't want to necessarily get dive yeah. into yeah, our get down. views get down. in our politics, but like we yeah. are based in New York, and you know how New York voted. And uh, New York was weird. Mm -hmm. Were either of you outside at all yesterday? Uh, yeah, it was like a funeral. <laughs> like I have never seen the city so empty or so quiet. Right, it was, and even the sky was like dark and slightly crying. God was crying. It God was, was crying. New York itself was just in. It did feel like a death in the family, is what it felt like. It felt That's like right. Shiva. To not to get yeah. too Jewy, but it felt like we were starting the Shiva <laughs> yeah. process. Ooh, you're not allowed to get too Jewy now. <laughs> That's right. It is. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, as an expert, um, because I did run for student council president in fifth grade, so I feel like I have a uh, you have a little a bit level of experience of expertise with this, and yes. experience here. Um, I ran. It was Mrs. Wang's class. Uh, by the way, last name her last name being Wang, and we were fifth grade. Amazing. Um, <laughs> but I ran against a girl who I promised like better student teacher relations, and she promised free pizza, and she won pretty handily. Uh, so I feel like that's what happened here. Was that the free pizza yeah. guy won? Yeah, he's gonna spend four <laughs> years trying to explain to everybody how there was never any pizza. That was never gonna happen, guys. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. I just want to say that I haven't trusted America's vote since I lost on America's Got Talent. So, <laughs> so you knew what was going to no, happen. I knew what was no, no. I, 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 you know, for me, you were the more experienced, yes. more qualified candidate <laughs> than those dogs. Than the dogs that you lost to. Your, your, your loss of election very much mirrors this one as well. I actually did write in Olate dogs for the president. So. I think yeah. maybe they could have won. That's I beyond know. third party. That was like a seventh <laughs> party candidate. I mean, so for me, I think, you know, yesterday was my like sad day of mourning. Today I'm feeling a little bit better about it. The only thing I do need, though, is for Canada to keep its mouth shut. <laughs> I don't want to hear a word out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Somebody Stay made out a good this. plan. If Canada takes the east and west coast, it would hug the middle of. So you could make a country out of the east and west coast of America plus Canada as no. a mega awesome country. Canada just needs to keep its mouth shut. I does, don't want to hear from Canada. Does manifest destiny still apply if the middle of the country is like just gone now? Well, let's look at the bright side, guys. Here, <laughs> from I, coast I, to coast. Yeah, let's go over some bright sides. Some really yeah, go ahead. Things no, to look course. forward to. First of all, this is the first time we've had a first lady where you can Google her name and tits and see her tits. <laughs> and and I, can I tell you? I don't know. I was. This is exciting for me because of how many times I do that exact Google search with Lady Bird Johnson. <laughs> yeah, and nothing ever nothing comes ever up. comes up. We were people were like, "Whoa, you could see the first lady's arms yeah. with Michelle Obama. You could see her naked making out with another girl now." I Guys, believe. Very I believe I saw Mary Todd Lincoln's ankles though once. Whoa. <laughs> other good things. Uh, we save taxpayer money on oil portraits because he already has some. Yeah, he can just supply them. He can just his supply them. his own. He's already got them. Already done. Pull it off of Mar-a-Lago and just throw it right up in the White House. Yeah. Um, we will lose that money, though, on gold plating the White House. Like, that is something that yes. we are – like, that money is going to be spent. And put the words be. Trump yep. on the side of the building. Yes. Uh, also a good thing is I'm a big fan of Walking Dead, and I've always wanted to experience it for myself. <laughs> yes. That is a so – So let's see what there. happens when I face down Negan. I think I could do this. You know um, – yeah. Oh man, it is so hard to make jokes about this. Ah, I it's, disagree. I will continue to make jokes. It's it's rough on the soul. <laughs> Guys, I used to watch Air Bud growing up, and that's a movie about a basketball who uh, a dog who plays basketball, and now we have an orangutan who's president. It's just continuing the <laughs> series. Has anyone made the orange is the new black joke? Yeah, yet? Everybody, yeah everybody everyone's has made ever. that. Everyone's made that joke. And everyone's done the, you know, Trump has, you know, vacated another black family from their house. Yeah. You know, all these, all of these memes the that are memes. going around. Yeah. But, but basically, if I had to explain the election, I guess we could end here. But I, I do think it was like everybody's been playing chess and people are worried about the game. They didn't think it was a fair game. And a bunch of our country just turned the whole table upside down. To me, it seems this like a dramatic and kind of exciting maneuver. To me, it seems like we were playing chess, and then we all of a sudden realized that most of the other people were playing Candyland. That it was like, no, no. like we just they did not know even the playing game a board we were game. playing. We were all trying to very quietly play chess, and then a bunch of jocks said nerds and started throwing dodgeballs <laughs> at us. Yes, and all they of flipped sudden, over the table and started playing dodgeball. Yeah, our country has gone from a game of chess to dodgeball. Yes, <laughs> and, to, and I guess some of us, some of us, literally dodging. <laughs> Jeez. I guess to end on a positive note is we are all Everyone, one who country. Who doesn't love dodgeball? We are all one country. The kids and who were picked n- last. Neither of us yes. condone the violent aspects of either <laughs> side or the racist aspects. So I think, you know, I feel like when people actually get to know each other one-on-one, that's, that's there's, the thing. you'll find yeah. common ground. It's just mob mentality. That's the thing. That's I, the crazy part of right. all of this. I think the best speech given about this was Obama's. Um, if you listen to his speech, he was great. Just summed it up. 
this was an intramural contest, guys. This was a, a scrimmage between our own sides. We're all on the same team at the end of the day. But We're I got an IUD yesterday. Yes, Harrison so, is worried. Just so I, this way I don't have to worry <laughs> to about Just in case anything is overturned. I got one IUD placed in and just one in the refrigerator. And I don't think I'm supposed to have one, nor are you supposed to store it in the refrigerator. No, you know yeah. what? Just in case, guys. You never know. You, you just never you don't know. know. It's This is Trump's yeah. America. Yeah, and I prepaid some abortions. I feel like they get grandfathered in if they're prepaid. Yeah, I mean that's just good business. So I've I've done I've done all that. You I put your down do. payments on it. That's all. I, yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah, the election. That's good. Now let's on move to on to uh, fun, things. fun things. Yes. Um, on election day, uh, we went. We all met after up we voted. After we voted, although I was unable to vote because Donald Trump was voting. But you did. You voted later. later in the day. Day. I yeah. eventually mm-hmm. voted, but we met up at the Sony store. Um, which is kind of wild because there are two free escape games uh, built by a company called Escape Game. Um, they're not quite escape games, though, because they're like interactive experiences yeah. slash advertising opportunities they're for built like, with like two the, TV shows. Yeah, they're built like the escape room um, ethos in mind, but they but you're not really trying to escape anything, and you're not... Well, regardless, though, it's yeah. just to give everybody the, the broad like strokes first before we get into it. Yeah. There is a Timeless, which is a new show on NBC where you go through time. Time well, definitely The Blacklist, which has been a popular show yeah. for a while. Timeless, well, which definitely isn't Doctor Who. Yes. Or <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. which is much, much closer to Legends of That's Tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow has been around now in its second season and is about a team of heroes going back in time to fix aberrations in the timeline. Timeline, Timeless, on the other hand, is about a collection of regular heroes going back uh, in time, time trying to fix, fix so aberrations my, my in the timeline. So my two options between different. these two shows are... It's different. One has superpowers. Is one has superpowers and the other doesn't. What do you want to yeah, watch the I, superhero I, I, I would one? rather watch people with superpowers. Legends of Tomorrow, I really enjoy. Like, how did the superheroes not go back and kill Hitler? They have done both shows... Yeah. Have done so many contortions in order to justify why they don't every episode Hitler. not being go back and kill Hitler, and also if how are there any stakes because if you don't beat the villain, just go back. You just time. go back in time and keep trying again, right? So they every show has its own justification for why you only get one shot. To What's fix the superhero things. one? The, well, part of the t- the justification in that is time is like concrete. So if you change something, for example, if I'm a superhero and you go back in time and kill me as a baby. I don't immediately disappear. It takes a second for the timeline to reset and catch up to me. Oh, that's like in um, what was that? Uh, a cry, a sound of thunder, a cry of thunder. It was a Philip K. Philip K. Dick story. They turned I love into. Philip K. Dick. Uh, I think it was Philip K. Dick. I think it was a stor- short story he wrote that they turned into a movie, and um, I don't remember a lot about it, but it was like time travel tourism where you could go back in time and hunt and kill a dinosaur. Oh, this is Ray Bradbury. Ray he Bradbury. On a Ray, butterfly. Yeah, yeah. It's where the word butterfly. butterfly yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, they, you were supposed to go back in time and kill a dinosaur, but it was like a dinosaur that was already about to die anyway. And so it doesn't really change anything, but then a guy steps on a butterfly, but then the waves come and the humans turn into fish people eventually. Oh, you're but, talking about that Ashton Kutcher movie. Butterfly. The butterfly effect. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about the Ashton Kutcher is yeah. a goth movie, the butterfly effect. No, my favorite version of that story, though, is the Simpsons Halloween episode where Homer uses the magic toaster to go back and he sneezes and causes all the dinosaurs and every prehistoric thing to die. And then he goes back and he's like, he finally resets the timeline yeah. after multiple times and it's like the normal family. And then he's like, oh, let's have a donut. And they're like, what are donuts? And he runs back in and yeah. just as he leaves, it starts raining donuts from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Flash. I love the Simpsons. The Flash, yeah, which yeah. I'll plug because I love the CW. Um, the, the, their shows are amazing. The Flash uh, has, did Flashpoint. So they are constantly dealing with timeline ramifications. And basically this whole season is 
we promise we won't use time travel anymore. Because the idea is him going back in time and trying to save his mom, even though he's done, he's reversed it, has created so many aberrations that he is now loath to ever use time travel again. Yeah. Because again, once you introduce time travel to your show, it is very hard to have any kind of stakes because why not go back in time? Right. Although, what's the edge of tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie? Use that as the whole plot, which is that he just keeps going back in time over and over and over and over and over again until he fixes what he needs to. On a future episode, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange because I have a lot of thoughts on this. And yes. Is there time travel in Doctor Strange? Oh, I, yeah. We don't want to ruin oh, it. I want to ruin it. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Well, there's time meddling. Yes. Gotcha. I love it's it. It's amazing. You should see it. Yeah. I'm seeing it tomorrow at 40 hours. So we can do a podcast about, about it. The next, hopefully the next episode will be Doctor Strange, and I will tell you how it was in 40X. Oh. I'm either seeing it Friday or Sunday. I might 40X. see it again in IMAX. I see. 3D. So that's funny because you saw it in standard, right? Yeah, standard. No, I saw it in 3D. But oh, I saw it in 3D screen. as well. Yeah. You didn't see it in IMAX 3D. No, right? I just saw it in 3D. So come with me right. to 40X tomorrow or Sunday. We'll plan this. We're not going to plan this on the podcast. on the podcast here. <laughs> but listen to a future episode even, where we may or may not discuss the 40X Doctor Strange. Even though it's the called, far more interesting way to watch this movie. Oh, I can't. Even imagine. though it's called Best Friend Plans, we shouldn't make plans during on the, the podcast. <laughs> That's why we're not editing this out. We're totally keeping it so the listeners realize that we do make Best Friend Plans. You better say something important while we're talking right now so that I can edit this out. <laughs> uh, start singing the Beatles. Yeah, oh wait, yeah. no, that means you have to. No, cut then it you out. have yeah, to. Yeah, I have to cut it out. I have to. We cut don't it. have Strike the money. That. Reverse it. Um, uh, so but we talk. Let's talk about the rooms because, like, we started with the blacklist room, right? The black. Blacklist room, did. yes, and, and that's to, the James Spader one. To explain, they are mm-hmm. ten-minute rooms, right. not sixty minutes, uh, and they are free. So if mm-hmm. you are in New York, it is a no-brainer. Obviously, register both. Who's only doing one of them? They're right. free, and they're 10 book minutes. them back to back. It's ten minutes a piece. And uh, I liked that we got to wear FBI jackets. We did get to wear FBI jackets. Well, the interesting thing is it's a lot of product placement because the rooms also feature a lot of the things that they're selling in the Sony store of like um, the throw projector. And there's like these little uh, like switches. Mesh and sensors. Mesh sensors that you use to activate it. But it was kind of cool to give yeah. it like a technological I was gonna say, touch I'm, to it. I'm okay with that because what Sony's doing is super cool. Yeah. Sony. Like, I love Sony in the sense that they are this Japanese company. And they just will do crazy things. Like the real essence of Sony is not the products that they sell to you. Like PS4 is a reasonable product to have right. in your living room. Spider-Man is a reasonable movie to make. It's this cr- the crazy gadgets, like the Vio stuff that they used to release. Yeah. That it just insane stuff. We're like, this is so expensive and insane. But thank God there's a company just... Here's a, doing it. here's a two, uh, $250 light bulb that has a speaker built into it. like Which yeah. is a real product that it, is involved in both escape rooms. It was rooms. very cool. It like You can sync it up to your phone to do really cool stuff. But it's also a speaker with a light, oh, a light bulb with a speaker built into it, which is not the most practical thing. Like It's not affordable, really, unless like, Wait, how many of these are you buying? It would be if costing I, $500 to buy two light bulbs. If the, right. if the light breaks, do you have to get a new speaker, too? That's you the have thing. to buy a whole new bulb. Oh. However... Good on Sony for doing it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like one of the coolest things that they had there. It was very cool. Yeah, also, the tiny fun. projector. Yeah, they that have a tiny short throw awesome. projector, and it like flips. So like you can, if it's like a little cube. It kind of looks like a larger Apple TV box, like that little thing. And what you do is, uh, it can it can throw right in front of it. But also, if you like flip it upside down, it will flip the image. Right. Accordingly, and too. that's part of it. While you're waiting to do the escape room, we you were get to playing play with, with all the, the short throw projector. We mm-hmm. were told in a review um, that it's worth looking at the mesh sensors before doing the escape experience because you are going to encounter them right. a bunch. 
So we did. We played with uh, all the different mesh sensors. Yeah. Again, month. we're not being paid by Sony, but Sony, if you're listening, we would love to be paid by you. Um, Absolutely. So give just us throw a, us yeah. a short throw projector. That's and just as a sneak preview um, of what we're about to talk about after the escape room, we did then proceed to do the PlayStation VR, oh, the virtual reality. I have a lot of thoughts on that. We, we'll we, get we to have that. a lot of thoughts on Let's that. Let's go well. to Blacklist. So Blacklist, Blacklist was Blacklist. fun because it was like just three stations, right? And we kind of divided and conquered. We all put on our FBI jackets. We watched a little orientation video. Uh, was James Bader wasn't even in the video. How no. dare he? No, it was the head. <laughs> it was the good guy. It was right. the head. Red was actually who we were pursuing. Red had done something. Oh. Um, we were tracking his movements. You were solving cryptograms. You guys saw, all I know is you guys solved t- the uh, your puzzle before Andrew and I even started like decoding our puzzle. And then you went to the third phase, which needed our clue. And you solved that before we even finished ours as well. We had the hardest puzzle. And the third station is, by the way, two puzzles. It's a yeah. lock <laughs> and then a puzzle. So you usually solve three puzzles. You essentially did, we got the hardest puzzle and you solved the whole room while we were like, this is stupid. <laughs> this, this grid was very hard. It didn't make sense. But then we got it. And well, it was, the problem was, is because you, you were supposed to get two clues. Andrew and I solved it after one clue and we didn't get the second clue because we already solved it. But then you needed the second clue to solve the, the majority, rest it, the rest yeah. of it. So I was like... Allow I mean, us to I, at least go back and see the second clue. <laughs> I really like to, and I don't I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but like there's a timer. There's a 10-minute timer, which every escape room has their timer generally, unless you're Comnata Quest and you're just like, no timers. Um, but every few minutes, it was queued up to play a video of the director freaking out more and more, being like, oh, my God, there's only X number of time left. And that's something I've never seen before and something I wouldn't mind seeing replicated, which is this sort of – increased tension that is built into the narrative using the timer it's raising the stakes as you get yeah. closer to the end i didn't care for these experiences guys really yeah, yeah. well let's talk about the timeless one before you uh before you get a full yeah. rating the timeless one was also similar just three stations right and then you three guys stations. were working on a timeline type of thing uh andrew and i again got this map that we saw pretty easy um and then we put those puzzle. together uh to figure out a historical person that was uh, missing? But don't say who the, the no, we won't. But what well, was the, the what was the person? Was yeah. that in the story of timeline timeless? There is a villain who keeps going back in time and trying to ruin history. So our job, we didn't know where this guy went. I believe his name is Flynn. We didn't know what time he was in, where he was, and who his target was. Oh. So there were three puzzles that were designed to allow you to determine the time, the location, and the person. But here's the thing that I was wondering if we didn't solve. Obviously, we would solve both rooms. But if we didn't solve the timeless one, can't we just go back in time and do it again? Which means going out of the room, talking to the guy again, and just doing it again. <laughs> Isn't that like our time machine, in quotes? <laughs> within the narrative, we should have been able to do that. <laughs> also, it was a little finicky with the mesh cubes. There was like those little sensors. We actually solved the puzzle mm-hmm. way before we solved the puzzle. We had put the, we, we had put the correct input in. Hit, we have solved it. And it took and it like re- 10 seconds for it to register every time. But then time it said too. wrong. It registered yeah. it incorrectly. We tried two other answers because we're like, wow, that's weird that yeah. we're wrong. And then we put the answer back in and it said, you're right. And we're that like, happened what? with me and Andrew too on our map puzzle. We put the correct answer in and it didn't go. And then the lady's like, that's right. Try it again. And also what was interesting was that this was the final puzzle. Puzzle was identify who the target is. Mm-hmm. You get one shot at it. Yeah, that's right. And that is a dynamic that I, I don't know how I feel about. And we're starting to encounter this a little bit because we recently did another escape room where there was sort of, you could escape but lose things. Like there was there was ways to irreversible to fail the decisions. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I would call the saw puzzle. Like in the first saw right. movie, when he woke up, the key went down the drain. Uh-huh. And so there was no way for him to have ever won the puzzle, which is kind of part of why that movie was in, was cool, was the twist that he could never really have solved it mm-hmm. uh, because he screwed up in the beginning. I don't like that kind of puzzle that where there's an irreversibility to it. Like you should be able to go back and solve something that you can't solve. Yes, if you miss something. If you miss something. You can't like you can't have a door close on you and never get things you need. I'm Right. Uh, um, it would be like having yeah. a lock where you can put one code in it, and if it's the wrong code, you've just lost the game. Right. That feels weird. I don't mind that for the final thing. Like, like in this timeless one where you have one shot to get it right um, for your final answer, I, I don't know if I mind that as much. Or if in an escape room you've got if – you're, if the goal is you, you're collecting all the information for this final puzzle, you put it in, and if it doesn't work, you lo- lose. That, that, that I'm kind of okay with. Because it's a win-lose condition rather than just you lose if the clock runs out. Um, During the game, though, I think you're right. If you mess up early in the game and then just cannot proceed because of that failure that you're not allowed to redo, I I agree with you. You shouldn't be able to do that. But I have a problem with it being the win condition. Making a mistake that then has catastrophic consequences sort of is like voting for Trump. Yeah. An irreversible mistake that causes you to automatically lose the game. Right. So let's call it trumping. <laughs> okay. So there was a way to trump this game, and um, we fortunately however, did not. However, Timeless wasn't. <laughs> I like how you guys are both like, I'm not taking the bait on that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so Can we sad. talk about Brexit next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. So let's just, I guess we could sum up our thoughts on the games. The other, the other thing that they did that I really enjoyed, in addition to the timer mm-hmm. thing, was that after you win the game, there was sort of like one of those like iPhone, iPad photo booths that yeah, allow you to create like fun. a fun animated GIF yeah, and like email that. to yourself. I it was shocking to me that I had never encountered that before because most of these escape rooms they have a like an actual employee with an actual camera who then has to upload it to Facebook later. Right. Why this not, automates the process? Why not yeah. automate the process for yourself? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's cool. Here's what I will say. Uh, you know, I didn't care for these rooms as much. Um, they were kind of the thing that I don't like. Uh, the puzzles were pretty kind of straightforward puzzles, mm-hmm. word games or logic puzzles and stuff, which, which aren't the kind of things that or I really... Or puzzle puzzles. Or uh, in one case, a literal <laughs> jigsaw puzzle. Um, yes. So, that, you know, that's not something that I, I, I super am interested in with these kind of puzzle rooms. What is your ranking? In terms of like what? I'm going to give it three FBI jackets for the out blacklist. Of, out of four? That's for you to figure <laughs> out. And for timeless, I'm going to give it four cubes. Out of again, he's again. not telling. I rank my. I'm gonna rank mine a uh, for the FBI one. I'm gonna do you know uh, seven pentagons, okay. and for timeless, wow. I'm gonna give it a so green. Many pentagons. Whoa, like, a green. Yeah, no, uh, no. Here's my thing. <laughs> Wait, is, I want to do my rating. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. My blacklist one is one James Spader hat. <laughs> oh, that's a very high rating. I and feel then like. the timeless one is the year 1985 out of. All the years. Not a great year because well, it was, guys, it was the year before I was born. People were in and in, in, in a lot of Antissa. Oh no, guys! I just had patient. You were supposed to do your Rocky Horror line yeah, in there. I just had I was to, queuing Patrick up for a Rocky Horror moment. I just and have he to completely say, completely ignored it. I think everyone's really loving this bit. <laughs> Of the rating system. Of the rating system. I think it's really going somewhere. No, uh, but here's what I will say. <laughs> I think that's gonna. Be, I think that's what they're gonna be talking about tomorrow. Um, no. Um, here's the thing. 
I, you know, so I, you know, the puzzle things weren't my favorite. Um, I do like the integration of the technology. I think the mesh system, despite the fact, you know, if, if this were a full hour room, the mesh system taking two or three seconds or two tries to get it right because um, of just like reading errors or whatever, um, it is okay in a 10 minute room, every second counts. And so, you know, doing that is, is, is bad. But um, here's what I will say is I, I like the integration of the technology that the two rooms had. The Sony stuff is really cool. The other rooms weren't my, I mean, just the puzzles, they weren't my favorite. But well, I gotta say, yeah. too, though, is like, I also went in expecting not like for like really amazing rooms because these are free rooms and they're 10 minutes and yeah, they're just kind of to showcase true. the product. That's what I was about to say. And that's they're, true. they're for to a get free the experience that's yeah. over in TV 10 minutes. Show. Yeah. It seems like a no brainer. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it was for nice. That, for what it is, a free experience in a store, kudos to them. It was a nice there little distraction guess, entertainment. Yeah. If you're trying to find, if you're trying to compare to a 60 minute, Escape room company, it's not, no, it's not going to win. But for free and for what it could have been, right. it could have been much worse. I think they did a pretty good job. I, for me, I like like the 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 blacklist one. I think something where like you actually had were trying to get out of his cell um, could have been really cool. Like there were like the set was beautifully built. The set was beautifully built, but imagine like you're in his cell and you find like he has scratched into the thing clues about how to unlock the door or how to or the timeless one. I don't know. I just feel like. The puzzles were very straightforward, kind of standard but puzzle again, things. But they, again, there was a restriction I think Sony put, which is we only want 10 minutes per room. So there's only but I think so you can do that. You I think get. you can do that without doing like solve my little logic puzzle and then unlock those. Sure. Well, I think it sounds like you want just to take one element and immerse you into that show rather than like create a long contrived storyline that you're using you have 10 minutes. faux I need, puzzles to I create. A, I don't need a storyline for right. a 10-minute room. I need – you know, give me a um, – Give me a, a, a little event right. that I'm yeah. experiencing. Or like timeless, It's these are the steps you've got to figure out how to turn on the time machine or right. something like yeah. that. Yeah, we're, imagine if you were in timeless, it was like you're stuck in 1893 and the time machines broke down. Mm -hmm. um, here's the four things from this time period that you have that might be able to helpful. How can you figure out how sure, to get it going? Or something sure. like yeah, that. Yeah, I and mean, I think what you're, what you're getting at is that in every escape room, there are certain tasks that you have to do. There's mm -hmm. the scavenging. There's the problem yep. solve solving and the puzzle solving. I would have liked that on a miniature scale rather than they only us focus on, this on puzzle solving. There was yeah. really mm -hmm. no problem solving, and by that right. I mean anything where like you find an element, you put it together with another element, and it forms mm -hmm. the key for something. Yeah, that so wasn't there. And the again, it's a it's a free experience, so like yeah. who cares? But for for my money, I'm like, th this your money I, is zero. My money was zero. <laughs> yeah, it was free. Uh, but uh, I guess for me, it's like mm, you know, I feel like for ten minutes. I would rather just focus on one really good thing rather than doing four really kind of simple, easy puzzles. So yeah. you're saying we're available for consulting is what yes. you're saying. And hey, also it, uh, yeah. hire us. Yes, the other thing us. I wanted to say about these rooms is uh, I got my second most important sticker of the day from these. Oh. After my yes. I voted one, I got the I escaped the timeless and blacklist rooms. Absolutely. That I was wearing proudly all day. And people are like, hey, you voted. And what is that one? That, yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> and the funny thing is the stickers say blacklist and timeless. So you basically get the same sticker twice when right. you win. But <laughs> I'm taking both stickers. It was just a day full of stickers. I threw a Chiquita on there after. <laughs> just as nice. many stickers, the stickers as I could get. for my act that just say I love Jesus. Yeah. For my act, I have to, I order I love Jesus and Jesus loves me stickers. Let's just say it has skewed my Amazon recommendations <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, to, and just to put a, a full button on it, after the escapes, we went over to the PlayStation VR. This is my favorite uh, part. Where Patrick sat down and, and got to play with sharks. I did. The guy was like, 
oh, I, have you ever done VR before? I was like, oh, no, I've never done. I mean, Even I've though done, he has. We've done the, we done episode the, one. We did the <laughs> Oculus, but I haven't done like. It a, was a hive, but it's okay. Well, a vibe. Vibe. Yeah. I haven't. No, no. Sorry, not the. Yeah, the. Uh, I, but I haven't done a like at home version of it. Like I've had the thing where I'm wearing the computer and walking around in the um uh the the void. Right. But I have. I've never done like a. This put is. On a, I haven't done the vibe. Consumer or, no, level. Yeah, I haven't done. Yeah, I haven't done like like something that you would purchase at home. I've done like gotcha. a. Because right, the void is its own. Thing. The void is a very immersive thing. So I've never done anything right. that's like VR at home. So he goes, oh, my gosh, you're going to love it. He puts this thing on. He cues up this, like, underwater thing where, like, I'm just in a shark cage going underwater, and I'm seeing jellyfish and manta rays, and all of a sudden the shark comes up and attacks. Yeah. And it was very cool, you destroyed very your cage. Oh, yeah, it, was it scary? Did your heart was, start beating a little bit? You know, it's, it's funny. I don't think I ever got um, scared or, or, or nervous or anything, but there is something about seeing the shark come at you in that kind of that where like you, you just like your back of your brain is just like, hey, hey pay attention to what's happening. <laughs> the now. lizard part of your brain. Yeah. It's just so it's such a weird like, you know, it's it's, you know, mo you know, it's basically a movie, but your brain doesn't. Did you try to punch the shark? No, no, I, I <laughs> yeah. just sat there. I would have. Um, so then I leave the experience. Right. Oh, so and Eric's I, about to get in the experience. And Eric goes. But I and see. I, well, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I had first mentioned it. I had gone. Wait, do you you have the do you have the, the Batman? No, VR I thing? saw it and I was like, I'm doing Batman. I need to do Batman. Yeah. I need to be Batman, and I got to be Batman, and, and it was yeah, amazing. And then Patrick was like, Wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> you gave me sharks when I could have been fucking Batman? Right. The guy, I was like, Wait, you just you didn't tell me I could be Batman. You get you just gave me sharks. I chose scuba diver over Batman. Batman? Now I was I can go scuba diving. <laughs> I can get a boat and go scuba diving and see underwater stuff. I, I can't, can't be go be Batman. Batman. Now I was already like researching the Sony PlayStation VR because I was actually thinking of getting it. Because you own Just, a PS4. Yeah, I own a PS4. I'd have to buy the camera and the move thing, but there's bundles where you could get it all together. Right. But I. And what is the cost? Just for listeners. Um, I think the just the VR sets like around 400 bucks. But if you do the camera and the Wii Move uh, controllers, it's like a bundle that's like probably six to. We're not Wii Move controllers. Yeah, we well, yeah, sure yeah, the, would the resent calling oh, yeah. them. Sorry, they're not the, paying us. The PlayStation. <laughs> the PlayStation Move. Whoop! That was a slip of the yeah. tongue. But um. But, but if you had nothing in your apartment and you wanted to buy this VR setup are we talking like you, a grand here I think it's a grand with like the PlayStation 4 bundle that comes with it as well I, don't think we, I, so, think our I mean there's different ones this. right no, but, but I, the but reason I, just, I mention it mm -hmm. is just because for a thousand dollars which is obviously for some people that is a lot of money but for what it is for a actual fully VR yeah thing experience that you used to have to go to an arcade it's and obtainable you thought it was, it's obtainable yeah for a thousand dollars which people will spend for a computer you could literally have a VR experience in your apartment now, I that's think, crazy. Now, now I, I was so this, I was I was researching yeah. it because I saw the Batman game preview and I was like I will get this just to be Batman because I love Batman. And this experience, although it was a short little demo, right? You get to wear, you put on the costume of Batman, you get to play with the gadgets. I was loving every second of it so much so that i never not want to be batman ever again i think for the next four years i'm gonna live in a virtual reality world and just be batman i think is everyone okay with that no yeah i think that's i think that's part of what um <laughs> we need to keep in mind is that harrison's attitude of oh a thousand dollars that's nothing it's kind of what got trump elected from you know having no, no, that's why i said i New understand York elites. No, that's why i said i understand that for some people yeah. that's a lot of money <laughs> 
Uh, what I'm saying though is the fact that it's a thousand dollars and not a hundred thousand dollars, where a hundred thousand dollars is just completely out of reach for anybody. And as this technology advances, it's going to go lower and lower and yeah, lower. Yeah, it's within reach now, and that's amazing. The other thing that's funny is we could see what Eric was looking at, could not hear the experience, obviously. Right. So at the beginning of the experience is your Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and you basically dot you play you get a key from Alfred, who is it's pretty stunning because you turn and he is the size of Alfred. He's right freaking there. Yeah, he's right in front of you. And then he hands you a key and you open up the piano and it's playing the piano that kind of opens up the Batcave to a degree. However. But we don't know that. So we just see. So we're watching Eric. Eric has a limited finite amount of time to be Batman and he's fucking playing the piano. We're like, (laughs) stop playing the piano, Eric. We know you were a music teacher, but be Batman. <laughs> be goddamn Batman, Eric. I was actually trying to play a song, but it doesn't matter what you play. So imagine, <laughs> but we're on the outside yeah. of it being like, Eric, stop playing the piano. Be, do Batman things. And it is a little bit different experience, obviously, being in the VR set because everything's so smooth and fluid. But apparently from you guys, and I actually was watching you, Harrison, while you were doing it, when you got to be Batman after, um, was that it's so jarring to see the person looking around on a flat screen because it's so like jumpy and it's like very nauseating to watch. Yeah. Uh, but I must say, when you're in that costume, I mean, with the VR on and you're looking around in your experience, you really feel... Like you're in the world. Like when that elevator starts to go down into the back cave, mm-hmm. it felt like we were moving. It I was mean, amazing. could you see that I was smiling like a small child's experiencing wonder for the first time? Yeah. And I've done I've done the HEC Vive experience at Microsoft now twice because I'm mm-hmm. addicted to it. I've done the void. And so this is my fourth VR experience. And it's still every time I do it. It's amazing. Amazing. And I had Google Cardboard, too. So I'm right. Like, I did that, too. I'm yeah. used to it. Like, I don't get the giggles. Like, the first time you put a headset on somebody who's never experienced that, th- their mind is just blown out of their head. So I, I walked in as somebody who was a little bit jaded and still was like, holy shit, I'm Batman. Can I just talk about the placement of the Batarang? <laughs> Yes, we should talk about that. <laughs> that was my favorite. So you have like a little scanner and that goes on your uh, left hip. And you, uh, you like because you can see if you look down, you can see your bat belt with all your bat utilities. Uh, but you, you have a little scanner and then on your right hip, you have a grappling hook. But your batarangs live right on your belt buckle. So every time you need to grab a batarang, you're literally just grabbing your crotch. <laughs> and like to the outside world, yeah. you just take a PlayStation move controller and you're just like and you're just hitting jamming your it at your crotch. <laughs> yeah, because basically you put things in your belt and they're very smart because they have one thing on your left side, one thing on your right side. They're like, crap, what where do we put the batarangs? So it's yeah, it's just you're just going for your, your junk every time. I mean, the good thing is with the VR set on, you can't see the looks you're getting from everyone in the Sony store. Yeah. Just like, why is he touching? What is this VR experience where he's just and, and going like this with his hand by his crotch? And just and so down. you have the information of <laughs> It's $500 to get a launch bundle, which includes the headset, the camera, two controllers, and a game called PlayStation Worlds, which actually includes the shark demo. That's $500. Oh, I wasn't too far Yeah, off. and guys. And the PlayStation Pro, which is not even, that's the most expensive PlayStation I believe you can buy, mm-hmm. is $400. So we're talking actually. Less than a grand. $900 yeah. or less, yeah. which is pretty insane. And And here's the other thing. That shark was was big. <laughs> we get it. You that didn't was a get, big get to be Batman. He had <laughs> sharp teeth. Stop trying to justify he, your shark experience. No, he was a scary shark. You know, Batman guys. could have taken care of that shark really easily. Just well, grappled away. No. Did he have the bat repellent shark spray? <laughs> I was too have. busy being 
one of the greatest superheroes of all time. But you didn't see that shark the way I did. <laughs> I got to look in the mirror he was and be like, scared. oh my God, I am Batman right now. Yeah, but that shark, guys, he was a super The one thing shark. I will say that was the bummer, <laughs> the, the, the bummer for me, um, having done the Vive and seen what the Oculus is putting out, is I do think the move controllers are slightly more restrictive than you, you do feel a sense that like your hands are not in it. Mm. The way that when you're doing a, a, a Vive, or even when we did our Void experience, because the gun is just the gun, right? it felt a little bit more in-world. That being said, man, if you already have a PlayStation 4, so yeah. and all you have to do is lay out $500 more, you should save up. It's amazing. Here's what I would say. I would say what was a little bit of a bummer was um, not being Batman. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I think oh. that was my yeah. criticism. That's too bad. Was never That's Batman. too bad that, that you was weren't a shame Batman. That you were yeah. a Batman. Yeah, that I didn't. But that was one of the options with, <laughs> with Shark. Or Bad Carnival or Batman. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so that about sums up our Sony experience. Yeah, do you want to mention where this is in New York in case people want to visit it? And yeah, it's on uh, Madison yeah. Avenue. Um, yeah, and the funny thing too 20, is 20, yeah, the address is 25 Madison Avenue. It's right by Madison Park. It's right it's by like, Madison Square Park. It's like right yeah. near the Flatiron Building. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although it's really interesting because 550 Madison Avenue, which is right by my apartment and right by Trump Tower, uh, used to be the Sony store. Um, mm-hmm. And it used to have a one, the, the Wonder Museum. It's like this amazing museum that I had been going to as a kid. I've gone to as an adult a bunch of times. And it shut down. And I was so sad that this is really that's, cool. That's because you went as an adult and shut down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was really sad. We, they actually have a thing where you're allowed to, to, to do the newscast. So there's like a teleprompter and the news comes behind you. And I was with another comedian. We're like, wouldn't it be funny if we just like riffed on the videos behind us, completely ignoring the teleprompter? So, of course, we went a little bit blue. And we were like, oh, haha, we had so fun, so much fun doing this dirty improv. And then we realized that as soon as you finish the experience, they replay your newscast uh. in the news sort of section of the thing <laughs> where there were all these children. And I was like, oh, no. It was like one of those like slow motion. Like I wanted to push all the kids out of the way. Don't watch this. Uh, no. I will say really quickly for everyone uh, listening at home. Um, this was yet another clue to where Harrison lives. So remember, if you go back and you <laughs> oh, listen God to all it. the episodes, God there are it. clues in every episode to the exact location of Harrison. I'm going to have to move. Go back, listen to them all, see if you can figure out exactly where he lives. Soon yes. we'll drop subtle hints to which exact apartment number. To oh, that's coming up, guys. God. So please don't stop listening because pretty soon <laughs> you will have all the information you need. I can't. And this is all intentional. Harrison agreed to this when we signed up that every episode <laughs> would have one clue to where he lives. So... Oh, boy. Uh, that was today's. Well, <laughs> just to sum up, if you are in New York or if you're near a Sony store, because we do know it's going to London. They told us that for sure. Um, and there are Sony stores, I believe, throughout the country. Um, if you're near one and this experience comes to town, do it. It's free. That's I think that's the bottom yeah. line on my, on my side. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, also and PlayStation the- VR, if you have the opportunity to try that oh. out. Absolutely. And be Batman. Don't do sharks. And if they ask you to do the survey, say no, because it's like 20 pages long. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, used to think, I used to think going into the Apple store, it was like going into the future. No, the Sony store is actually like walking into the future. It's TVs that aren't really there, light bulbs that make noise, virtual reality. There's a whole camera section I didn't even explore. Uh, which I couldn't even begin to imagine. It also makes you go, oh, that's cameras. right. Japan is way ahead of us. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. As always, follow us on Twitter, at BFP Pod. You can check out us on Facebook, facebook.com slash bestfriendplants. Uh, you can go to our website, bestfriendplants.com. I actually believe our Facebook is facebook.com slash BFP Pod. But... Um, also, our email address is bestfriendplans at gmail. 
Facebook.com. Let us know what you think about the show. If you have recommendations or things you want us to do uh, together as best friends, uh, we'll make the plans outside of this. We'll talk about it here. Uh, we'll do we're pretty much game for anything. Yes, and it is Facebook.com slash BFPPod, not best friend plans. Uh, so our Facebook and our Twitter are the same, BFPPod, and our email address and our Gmail uh, our, our website are bestfriendplans.com, bestfriendplans at gmail.com. I hope that was not very confusing. That was very confusing. We will re record it. Uh, <laughs> but no, thank you so it. much it's for good. listening. We really appreciate it. What do you have coming up, Harrison? Oh, that's great. Oh, I just did the Kennedy Center. I had a huge blast. Um, that was so much fun. Um, but the big shows are uh, the biggest show is December 27th. I'm at 54 Below doing my magic show. Uh, and the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th of December. I'm doing comics, Mohegan Sun. So if you are uh, without your family on Christmas or a Jew, come out to the comics at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Um, I'm also all over. You can check out HarrisonGreenMom.com. I'll be in Connecticut, in New York, um, all over the place. Um, and we might even be launching a show in Times Square very shortly. So listen to news for that as well. And uh, something else to mention, just on behalf of all of us, there is a lost episode of this podcast based on a restaurant that we've experienced and uh, maybe both the best and worst restaurant Patrick and I have ever been to. That lost episode will be uploaded at an undetermined date. It will be a surprise. So we'll be continuing to upload and this so, at a regular yeah, timing. Your, but keep checking our website. There might be a special iTunes, episode. Your, yeah, your iTunes subscription, if you're subscribed to the podcast. It'll show up. It'll show up there mm -hmm. soon. But yeah, it'll be our special lost episode. And then when is this one dropping? Uh, as this will be dropping in the next few days. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah, the next day or so. Great. Well, tomorrow, uh, so this will already have happened probably. I'm in Iowa, University of Iowa. I'm doing two shows at a theater there. Uh, I'll be in Minnesota. Then I'm headed to Vegas for Mindvention to attend the Ooh. Mind Readers Convention, which is going to be fun. Uh, but then next week, the 17th, is the monthly show that I run, Amazeballs. Uh, which Patrick, you're gonna be on that I performance. Will be balls. Uh, so if you're in New York, it's a free show. Come check it out. Uh, Ten o'clock at the Creek in the Cave, uh, at uh, on uh, uh, November seventeenth, and then just coming up in the future, I've got a bunch of corporate gigs uh, in New England area, and I'm excited because I get to go to Hawaii I don't, on uh, Christmas. I'm just gonna brag about that. Unbelievable for an awesome gig. So I'm, I'm gonna excited. be at a casino in Connecticut. <laughs> You're gonna be in Hawaii. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, yeah, guys. Um, I, I'm. I don't feel the need to tell you about the, the stuff that our listeners can't attend. But um, I, I'll do uh, uh, December seventeenth. Why like can't they attend? What? Because they're private events. Oh, that you were doing. I was making fun I of Diddle. I was just bragging. I, was I, got to go to I don't think our yeah. listeners okay. need to hear about things that I'm doing. That <laughs> My shows are all attend. public. You can attend them. Come, yeah. come to them. <laughs> yeah. November 17th, I'll be at Amazeballs, like he said. Um, I think November 29th. Are we all doing a show in Connecticut together? I, I, I'm going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I think we're Are you all, there? Are you uh, doing the 29th I have to check the date on that. But uh, what's that show called again? That is called the Comedy Magic Monthly in yeah. New Haven, Connecticut. So that'll be like a Best Friends Live podcast magic show. Yes, it will be, be an overstuffed magic show. The three of us there uh, doing... Yeah, I think I'm free. There we go. Look at us <laughs> making our stuff. plans on the plan <laughs> podcast. Uh, Guys, is this is what Trump's America is. <laughs> Is it? You've noticed a sharp decline in the quality of this podcast today. Hey, I think it's uh, more free. <laughs> yes, <laughs> our, our, that's the our format yeah. is also, more free. I think Patrick, you are one more beer in than you normally are. That is true. <laughs> um, 
And then, yeah, so uh, so this month, yeah, check me out at Amazeballs on the 17th and 29th. We'll be in Connecticut at this. We'll have more information on that as we get closer to it, like where Absolutely. it is and how you can get tickets if you need them. Um, uh, yeah, and then, uh, so that's all for me there for this month. And because this podcast put us in a better mood, let's end on a positive version of our old theme song. All right, Because I know go. there's fans that missed it <laughs> at the beginning. do do Best friend plans. Best friend plans. Going on adventures. Best friend plans. President-elect Trump. What the fuck, guys?